Welcome back to the podcast of the channel, guys. League of Inches, Joel, and special guests are absolutely going crazy at the moment. Neha from the NRLW Watch uh, page. You've seen them everywhere you go at the moment. I've on the new threads, Instagram. She'll be able to do a little plug herself in a minute. I don't want to forget mm-hmm. anything, but page is absolutely blown up loving all the content uh that you are producing for the women's side of it the nrlw um and women's rugby league in general now welcome to the podcast we're here to do a season preview but first i'll just get you to quickly talk about your own channel give yourself a plug and get a few more thousand followers (laughs) thank you so much for having me i'm so excited to have this chat with you it's something that i haven't really done getting on interviews with other people so I'm excited for the practice as well, and I'm sure you'll, you know, get me through this um, quite easily. But I guess in terms of the page, yeah, it was such a spur of the moment idea. I think, you know, obviously, you know, pages like Bloke and a Bar, Guru, um, Roast, all of them, yeah. Random Stats Guy, like we kind of, yeah, grew inspo from them. And I was like, hold on, like, there's not much out there for the women in terms of pages like that. So I was like, had a light bulb moment and I was like let's go like I can obviously create my partner is more so the brains than I am but you know we obviously know our stuff and creating this platform together it was yeah it was a mission like we were like oh do you know it's a new space for us is it going to grow but obviously it's just yeah taken off like you said and it's growing by the second like I can't believe sometimes the engagement that we get on posts like just out of nowhere or the you know support that comes through and I'm going to games now and you know people are really you know taking to what I've been doing and it's you know so good to feel that as well that appreciation yeah. because I am putting a lot of time into it but um yeah it's been awesome it's really good yeah I can definitely appreciate the time and effort you're putting into it the page and the posts are fantastic and the engagement as well I, I know a lot of pages out there but very rarely do they actually reply and things like pretty much 24-7, that's what you do, which is something that I love and very much get um, into the conversations and get people's points of view and you're always happy to share it as well. We're here to talk about the upcoming 2023 season, the NRLW. It's under two weeks away now. Can't wait for it. It kicks off Saturday, 22nd of July. Um, Massive. It's a 10-team competition this time, so there's been four new teams added, which we will get to. The trials, we've seen some trials underway over the weekend previously, so a couple of good results there, some interesting results as well and some players that really shone uh, over the weekend as well. So what we'll do, we'll just go through each team. Uh, We've got a few questions to answer for each and hopefully after this a lot more people have a bit more eyes on the NRLW, have a bit of an understanding, a bit more players to look out for and have some, basically, have some faith for what their team can do moving forward. So... First up, the three-time champion in the Broncos who have been phenomenal throughout this whole campaign. But I guess the, the rest of the crowd has caught up to them uh, in a way as of last year. So let's go first off with the Broncos, the, the key recruit. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say for Broncos, we're going to go with Mele Hufunga. She had an amazing performance for New Zealand in the World Cup and I'm thinking if she can unlock that potential that she had in the World Cup and replicates that for the NRLW, we're going to see, like, I think she'll become one of the most damaging centres in the game. So I'm going to go Mele Hufunga. <laughs> with that, there also comes biggest losses. And who's the biggest loss that the Broncos have had for this year? With, with a few teams coming in, obviously. Yeah, I'm going to go with Taryn Aiken. She's obviously moved to the Roosters and she's obviously yep. been 
Bronco, one of Broncos' best players the last couple of seasons. So, yeah, Taryn Aiken's a big loss for us. Absolute gun. She's yeah. been uh, around for a while so as well, so that's a bit of experience lost in that, um, that squad. Why can the Broncos win it and bring back for, for their fourth title? This would be crazy. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say, you know, obviously with Ali Brigginshaw leading the team, she's got that experience. We've also signed those big names, Mela Hufunga, Gail Broaden, Romy Tightsall, Tasman Gray. And then if Scott Prince can unlock the attacking potential of Gail, Gail Broaden in the halves, then I think that that Broncos will really pile on points this year. And you probably will ask me if why they can't win, and I'm not going to say <laughs> why they can't. <laughs> I reckon they will. <laughs> that's, they're your favourites, are they? Yeah, they're my favourites. I'll favorites. tell you what, there's, there's, that's the right coach to have points coming out of. Scott Prince, if anyone's seen him on the touch field lately, he's still got it. So that's oh. one of the guys to really be uh, leading the team forward. But just on Ali quickly, we've seen her in the state of origin um, side of things and playing that lock role um, mm. is that something that you think will happen for this campaign or she'll go back into the halves um no I think you know Gail Broaden is obviously moving into the halves I I don't know I think we will see the same um you know don't don't change what you can't what's not broken whatever the saying is so I think um yeah I think we'll go the same yeah, we'll go with that saying. I like that as well. So, um, <laughs> so predicted finish, you've already basically said it. You reckon first and they'll win win the comp. Oh, look, uh, if we're talking realistically and we're going to go predictive finish, I'm putting them at fourth position. I think we're going to put my, you know, my bias aside, but, I, I yeah, I think fourth for now. So just to let everyone out know out there, you're a Broncos fan? Yeah, <laughs> a yeah, very big Broncos fan. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, they're doing well in the men's competition as well, so it could be a double. Who knows? This, this could be the year of the Bronco. Um, <laughs> moving on to one of the newbies, uh, the Canberra Raiders. Um, mm-hmm. It's been – I'm not sure how it's been in for a recruitment drive. We're about to find out. Obviously, there has been no losses. So who's the key recruit? Or you could – because it's a newbie, I'll let you have maybe a couple if you want. Mm, I'm, I'm going to stick with one because I think for Raiders – you know, obviously a lot of people are saying that on paper they look like a really strong team, which I agree. Um, but I think for one person to say is a key recruit, I'm going to go with Samima Taufa. I think oh. that she's a great player to build a new club around and she'll really set high standards for the rest of the squad and be a real leader um, for them on the field with their actions, with her actions. So, yeah, I'm going Samima Taufa for Raiders. Yeah, she did a really good job in that aspect with the Eels as well when she was there and the leadership factor was amazing with her. Um, why can you just mention a lot of people are rating the Raiders squad quite highly? Why can they win it? I think that they've made some really underrated signings, especially with Zahara Tamara as well on there. Um, you know, I think that their squad is pretty solid and they're going to be a team that's that's really gritty and stays in the grind. So I don't think they'll let other people win easy. Um I think that they're, yeah, really underestimated with who they've got on board. Do, do they get many uh, games at home in this, uh, in, as oh. in Canberra, or do they have to play them around Sydney? And... I don't know. I'm not too sure. Maybe. Maybe. That, that could be a, a good advantage for them as well, playing that freezing conditions at the moment. I know personally yeah. I'd hate to go down there at the moment. So um, yeah. why can't they win it? Obviously, being a new team, it might be a bit tougher. Is there any other reasons? Yeah, I think that, you know, obviously it's, yeah, like you said, it's hard to build a team from scratch and be successful right away. Like they've obviously got to build their systems, get used to each other. So I think for a lot of the new teams, that's going to be the same answer. Like it's just a new team that they haven't really got their systems in place yet. So just 
gelling and understanding what the process is moving forward might be, yeah, might be a tricky position for all the new teams. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that one. We move on to another new team uh, in the Cronulla Sharks who they, they're new to the NRLW, but I know they've been around for quite some time building up in the lower grades uh, for the women's competition. They've been doing really well. Um, so this is obviously a long time coming for the Sharks. I think a lot of people at the start of the NRLW were surprised they weren't one of the first teams to be put on because they had that foundation already. So I think that in a way, I know they're a new team, but they've got a little bit of a head start on some of the other, the other three new teams in a way with how good they're going. So who's the key recruit? Oh, our key recruit, I'm going to say Emma Tonegato, I think. Oh, um, yep. Yeah, she's obviously one of the genuine superstars and can break any game open. So I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, how how she goes um, at six. But, yeah, she looked really comf- comfortable there in the trial game. So I think, um, yeah, I think that she's one of the key recruits for Sharks. Yep. so there's no losses, obviously, a new team. But why can the Sharkies win it? Um, as I said, they have been around for, for some time now. Yeah, I think... On paper as well, they're one of the best teams. So I think that they'll go a long way this year. Um, they've got one of the best attacks in the comps and based off the trial games, they looked really, really like, like they look like a really well-coached team. They have fun playing together. So I think, um, and yeah, I think a lot of people are putting them in that one, one to two position on the ladder. So You mentioned um, obviously the key recruit. I think Panatani signed there as well now from from Mm -hmm. the Eels. So that's another – you mentioned their back line looks really impressive and that's another one too. Just some speed, some some brilliance there in the back line, some class. So why can't they win it? Uh, Obviously in that – again, that new team uh, status. But as I said, I think they've got some things to to work into their their team nicely. Yeah, I think – yeah, like – like the other new teams, it's obviously going to be a, a slow process getting that gel together as well. But potentially, obviously, everyone is rating Sharks high up on the ladder and, you know, being a new comp- like new team in the competition could put them under that pressure of trying to perform and people are, you know, obviously making people, a lot of people are thinking that they're going to have that, um, you know, end up in the grand final. So, I don't know, potentially the pressure of just having that, you know, as a new team and new club and stuff for the NRLW could break them, I don't know, yeah, with the new signings. Yeah. What about the predicted finish for the Sharkies? I'm going to go two. No, second. (laughs) I'm writing these down as we go, by the way. So. (laughs) And then, okay. you know, in the excitement of everything, I've actually forgotten to put down the Raiders. What was the predicted finish for the Raiders? Uh, Raiders, I had them at six. Okay, nice. I'm going to – perfect. So the Titans, they've been in the competition now from last year. Don't yeah. get the newbie t- uh, status anymore, unfortunately. They're, they're the experienced campaigners in this. But um, key recruit for the Titans. Well, that one was a tricky one. I think, obviously, everyone saw the big names get signed with – Talia Fuimarino, Shaley Bent, Jamie Chapman. Um, but I would honestly have to say it'd be Niall Williams-Guthrie from the Union New Zealand Sevens team. I think that she's a beast on the field. And I guess I'm saying her, obviously, it's she's new to rugby league, but I think I would say she's obviously experienced. She can, you know, support the younger recruits and especially off the field as well on the field with the experience, but off the field in terms of the mental game, she's obviously been a full-time athlete. So she understands what comes with that and, you know, navigating hard criticism or 
um, you know, a bad performance and stuff. So I think that she will, she'll really be that support for the young girls. Yeah, I agree with you as well with the new the New Zealand Sevens and the Rugby Sevens ladies that do come over. We see them when they basically step foot in the field. It's like they've been playing for, for ages in their career. They're just simply athletes and they're so good at what they do. It's great that they come out and fly their trades with the NRLW. Uh, the biggest loss for the Titans, obviously, they were around last year, so they would have a few losses there. Yeah, I'm going to say Tasman Gray, obviously going to the Broncos. She obviously won the player of the series for Origin uh, this year. But in terms of her being the biggest loss, I think, you know, she got injured in the 2022 season. And I think that Titans didn't actually really get to see the potential from Tasman Gray. So I'm re- I'm thinking it's going to be a big loss moving forward when we see her in this new season. Yep, definitely. Um, why can they win at the, the Gold Coast Titans? I'm going to say they've got so many attacking weapons. Um, You know, on paper, they're the best attacking team. So I think that that's going to really push them forward to winning the um, competition. I say a lot of people, I guess, a lot of uh, there's a lot of people with a lot of opinions on my page, but I think that there's a big um, stack of people who are thinking that Titans will be in the finals as well. So, um, you know, with those with those um, strong key players of Tillier and Shaley and um, Niall and yeah, so and Jamie Chapman. So I think, yeah, Titans could win just based off that. Yep. And what about why can't they win it? They sound like a very promising side. I don't know if there's many reasons why. I think that they, as much as they've got those um, experienced players, they've still got a very, very young team. If you look at the rest of the squad, it's very young. So they might lack that experience and which might get them in the big moments that they need leading up to, you know, getting higher up on the ladder. Pretty good finish. Oh, I'm going to say Titans third. <laughs> third, look out. Mm-hmm. I, I was about to say the, bron- the Bronco in you would have found that impossible <laughs> to say first. So, oh, it uh, was hard. <laughs> um, we got moving on to last year's winners, the Newcastle mm-hmm. Knights. So, yeah. obviously, a fantastic squad last year. Uh, key recruit uh, to add to the grand final winners. Yeah. I think that this one might surprise people, but I'm going to go with Georgia Roach. Um, you know, she's in the halves with Jessie Southwell. Um, she's just come from, I think it's Leeds Rhino. Um, yeah, that might be wrong, but um, from England. And um, she's actually signed a five-year deal with the club. So, you know, wow. I think, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's that was interesting to us as well. But um, I think that she can, you know, be that game managing half, which allows Jessie to be, you know, free in attack and play her natural game that could, you know, really unlock a hard um, stop attack. So I think that, yeah, those two will, will pair up really nicely. So I'm excited to see what they do. There could be a number of females in this category. Everyone loves to pick at a grand final winning side. Who's their biggest loss? Um, I'm going to go with... Millie Boyle, obviously. Yeah. Um, that's pretty self-explanatory. She's one of the best forwards in the game. So it was actually a bit of a shock when she left um, after one season. Yeah. 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 I thought we, that her and her partner were settled up in Newcastle and were keen yeah. to make that home for a while. So I was shocked and surprised as well. Yeah. Uh, why can they go back to back? I think that um, in terms of going back to back, they have that confidence after winning in 2022. So they'll learn a lot from that. Tamika Upton obviously is still there at fullback. So I think, you know, obviously she's arguably one of the best players in the game. So, yeah, I think that they can really, um, you know, learn off her and, you know, take control from her to win another season. So, yeah. 
when it comes to a reason why they can't, it sounds to me straight away, once you mentioned the Millie Boyle factor, that go forward might be an issue for them this year. Mm-hmm. Is that the sort of path you'll go down for why they can't win it? Yeah, I think they they lost a chunk of their premiership winning side. Um, so this new team will have to obviously gel and it's hard enough going back to back when you don't lose players. So I think, you know, yeah, it's going to be tricky for them to just maintain that focus and, you know, especially with losing Millie Boyle. Yeah, that's going to be tough for them. Yeah, no, definitely there. Predicted finish. Predictive finish, I'm going Knights at five. Yes, look out. A little bit of a fall, but they're thereabouts. They're in the, they're in the battle. Uh, Cowboys, another newbie to the competition, and um, great to see another Queensland team in there. And um, key recruit for North Queensland Cowboys. I'm going to go Kerry Dib. I honestly have – she's probably one of my favourite players, so I think that she'll be a key um, player for the Cowboys attack and she can manage a game really well and has a great kicking and running game. And I was surprised to not see her in origin. So, yeah, I think that that's going to be a big recruit for Cowboys. Yep. Uh, obviously a new team, so there's no losses at all for them. Uh, why can they win the competition? I'm going to go with um, – I think that with winning the competition, they've got obviously Kira Div, they've got Talisha Harden, they've also got Shania Power, um, but it could, you know, be to the same as the Raiders team. They just won't go away in games. Um, they're re- going to be really gritty. Sorry, did I say Raiders or Cowboys? Yeah, similar to the Raiders team, they, you know, will be really gritty and grindy and have a good mix of youth and experience. So that's why I'm thinking they'll they'll come away. Why can't one of the newbies uh, win the comp? Um, you know, same as the other teams, I think, just being a new team and having those processes. I wish I had, like, a proper, you know, answer, but I think that that's just what's going to make them fall behind is just not having that, um, you know, process in place to and, you know, systems in place to get there. Uh, it is definitely an appropriate answer, so you can use it in, with all four. It's fine. Now, mm-hmm. predicted finish. For the North Queensland Cowboys? I'm going seven, seventh place. Oh, look out. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Queensland inside, you couldn't bring him into the, the yeah. top four or something. No way. Now, be care- be nice for the next one. Uh, I am a para fan, but let's see what you think here. The, the grand final runners-up, they made a massive run and won the one game last year to make it yeah. into the, the grand okay. final then won the semi-final as well. And then key recruit for the Eels. I know they've had a lot of losses, but key recruit? I'm going to go. There's obviously two main recruits that come to my mind, and that's Elsie Albert and Rachel Pearson. I think that I'm going to – I'm leaning more towards Elsie. Obviously, she's such a hard player to stop when she gets going, and she'll really provide them with that strong strong platform to, you know, play off with her runs. So I think that, yeah, Elsie is one of the, you know, stronger players in the game. So, yeah, Elsie Albert, key recruit. I, I agree. Close to the line, very dangerous, very hard to stop. Mm-hmm. Biggest loss, and as I just mentioned, there was a number, and I remember I've, I'm in a few para chats where we've talked about this at length and been amazed at how many have actually left from a, the squad. So can you please pinpoint us to one? <laughs> yeah, and I think that if this player would have stayed on with some um, with <laughs> Samantha, with Elsie Albert, I think it would have been really strong, but I'm going to go key loss, Samantha Taufa. The same reasons I, you know, listed before. She's a great player to build a new club around. Will really set high standards for the rest of the squad and be a real leader for, you know, them off the on the field with their actions. So, I don't know. I think that yeah, it 
her leadership and high standards will be really missed for the Eels. Yep. No, I agree with that one. Can you please give me something why we can win the comp? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think, you know, watching the trial game with the Charrington sisters, they've got a lot of energy. They've got that, you know, um, I don't know, drive and passion. You can really see it come through on, in, in their game. And I think that that's real, like a really big, um, you know, push for the other players on the team and, and confidence on, on the back of the Charringtons. Um, so I think that a lot of the team will feed off that. And, you know, if they get that moment, momentum together as a team, they could be hard to stop. And, you know, I look at them as a playing group and I think that they really have that um, connection with each other to just like make sure the job gets done every time, uh, you know, I see them playing, especially with the Charringtons on the team. So, yeah, I think that, you know, the energy really could bring them up higher on the ladder. Yeah, that's definitely one thing that I love, what the Charrington sisters bring is that energy factor. And a lot of people underestimate what that can bring to a side uh, in any sort of sport, professional sport, that's infectious. And if you can get that on the field, you can be a dangerous side. Why can't they win it? Uh, I think it might have a lot to do with some of the experience lost. Yeah, and that's, yeah, exactly right. The, the loss of the, yeah, I think they probably had the most amount of players that um, lost at club. So I think it's going to be hard to get many new faces working together quickly. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just going with the amount of players lost, to be honest. Predicted finish. Uh, so don't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's coming. It's fine. Um, and you know what? If my followers do see this, I think that, that they're going to come for me as well. But I'm putting them at night, to be honest, nice. just because oh. of the amount of losses. So. One position better than I thought it was going to be. That's fine. <laughs> We've got the Dragons who have been there or thereabouts uh, for the last couple of years. And Jamie Sowder's coach has been doing quite a fantastic job. They just need to get to that next level now. And um, let's see if they've got the squad uh, capable of doing that. The key recruit for the Dragons. I'm going Racy McGregor, obviously being the Dallium winner. And I think that with Dragons losing so, so many key players, bringing Racine to the team with such a young squad will really help them, you know, steer them around. So, yeah, Racine's going to be really strong for the team, I reckon. Uh, the biggest loss we did see as early as today, uh, there was a, a late scratching, unfortunately, for the team. I'm not sure if she might feature in this or not. Yeah, um, I guess yes and no. I think that we saw a lot of Jillaroo's players leave, um, you know, those being Emma Tonegato, Shelley Bent, Talia Fue, Mariano, Kezi Apps, Holly Wheeler, Keely Davis, the, you know, list goes on with wow. with, with how many key Jillaroo's players we lost and then or Dragons lost. And um, I think that, you know, a lot of our followers were like, what the hell is going on? Like, this is just crazy. <laughs> how can, you know, how can so many players just walk away from a team. And I think, you know, with my conversation with Jamie Soward, he was saying that when they came back from the World Cup, a lot of play, a lot of the girls wanted to play together. So I think that was a big reason, obviously, with the four new teams coming on board, players wanted to move away. But if I had to say one, I'm just going with Emma Tonegato, to be honest. I think that, you know, she brings the energy and intensity and support around the ruck and I think that Tegan Berry will have really big shoes to fill um, with Emma Tonegato leaving. So, yeah. yeah. No, you make it sound a bit better for us para fans <laughs> after listening to that list. That was great. Uh, yeah. I feel a little bit better. <laughs> Why can they win the comp? 
Um, I think, yeah, like I said before, I think Sawi is really good at bringing his squad together. He's very hands-on from what I've noticed. And I think that, you know, players have bought into his style with the halves pairing of Tyler and Racine as well. I think that they'll be, you know, the key of, you know, really getting one of the best halves pairings for the comp this year. So, yeah, I'm thinking that's why, um, yeah, especially with Sawi and his passion for the for the yeah. team. I agree with that. And just a side note, I was actually shocked that he wasn't more in um, in the conversation for the NRL job because I think he has a fantastic footy brain and he's just simply getting better and better as he goes. So why can't they win the competition? I think that obviously they lost a lot of experienced rep players, so they've brought a really young squad, squad on. Um, it'll be tough for them to match it with the teams that look better on paper as well. So, you know, I think... There is a little bit of, you know, doubt there with the mix of experienced and young, but I think that, yeah, hopefully they can obviously push through to be higher on the ladder. What's your predicted finish for the Red V? <laughs> yeah, I'm going eighth for, for the Dragons. Jeez, you're coming after some of these popular teams. Your inbox is going to be flooded by this <laughs> <is> release. <laughs> uh, the Roosters uh, champions for the 2021, but um, that was the early last year competition. Uh, and they've got some big recruits. They're looking like they really want to go after this competition this year. Who's your key recruit? Um, it was hard to decide between Boyle and Aiken, to be honest. They're both huge signings. Um, I think that Aiken will leave the hole left by Racing McGregor's so, in the halves. So I think, yeah, that's, yeah, I'm going to go Aiken. Yeah, no, I agree with that one. Uh, biggest loss? Yeah, racing. I, I think that, yeah. yeah, she'll be their biggest loss. Obviously, Dalian player. Uh, yeah, Dalian player. And then, yeah, she's really a really underrated player as well. As I mentioned, it looks like they're going hard for this one this year. Why can they win it? Um, I'm going to say that, obviously, they're a strong, uh, strong team on paper. They should obviously, you know, be the favourites to win it with, their, with the squad. Um, but, yeah, I think... I think a lot of people are back in the Roosters this year. Can you see any chinks in their armour then? <laughs> I think, yeah, with the same for everyone. I think with so many changes and such a short season, teams might find it hard to gel. So that's really the only reason I'm thinking for Roosters. Jeez, that's sounding a little bit <laughs> – that's not sounding <laughs> great for the rest. Um, yeah. Predicted finish. I'm going number one. I'm reckoning yep. – I feel, I feel like they're going to finish first. Uncle Nick will get his way in that. Uh, Sombrero gets bigger and bigger. Um, The West Tigers, the last team uh, for the competition and another newbie. Uh, Again, similar to the Sharkies, I know they have had quite a good uh, run into this comp and probably could have been in earlier than they are as well. Had quite a good foundation there. Uh, Key recruit for the West Tigers. Yeah, I'm going to go with Kezi Apps. I think pretty pretty similar reasoning to Taufa. She's an experienced player, player who's seen it all, will lead from the front and, you know, guide the Tigers who have a really young team as well. So I think that she'll she'll be that really, um, you know, key person for the Tigers, obviously being a younger team. And I think, yeah, she'll really steer them the, the way through. What about why they can win it? I'm going to go with... Um, I think that, you know, they have got many attacking weapons and I think that, um, I don't know, they've signed obviously the big three, Kezi, Alps, Batil, Togatuki, um, you know, and if this young team can reach their potential, then I think it could really work. 
Look, the Tigers fans have been down in the dumps lately. It's been tough for them. Yeah. Can you please give them a soft, uh, soft approach here while they can't win it? Um, look, the same as the other ones. I think that, you know, it's we saw their performance in the trial game. And I think that, you know, a lot of – obviously it's a new team, new season, like there's short preseason, whatever. Like I think, you know, that – is a little bit of a, you know, reason as to why they, you know, couldn't. But I think, yeah, I don't know. I just think that just being a new team and processes and stuff the same as the others, I just think it'll be tough for them to, you know, gel together. There's only one spot left. Where where is this West Tigers team finishing? Sorry, they're going 10th. (laughs) West Tigers, West Tigers, West Tigers. Oh, they've... Yeah, the new NRL's not bad enough. Or so. yeah. to be fair, they do have some promising players there, so you never know. And it's got to be a really close competition. There's two final questions for you to end. I just want to quickly ask for anyone who's not too sure, hasn't done too much research. How does the final system work this year? Is it a top at four, think, top six, or? Yeah, I I actually think I need to look at that a little bit more. I actually don't really yeah. know, to be honest, okay. how that. That's all working, um, obviously, with the 10 new teams. So I'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> no, that's okay. Sorry to spring that one on you. Oh, one, that, one that you probably, you definitely know about and everyone's spoken about, just go back to origin. Surely mm-hmm. there's already been talk and the rumours swirling that it next from next year to be three games. Mm, yeah, I think, you know, I think there'll be an uproar if there isn't um, three games. I think, obviously, it has to go to three. Um, nobody wants to see the way that it ended this year and it – seem like at the end of game two that no neither side won. You didn't really see mm. Queensland celebrating and you didn't see, you know, New South Wales celebrating either. So I don't I yeah, I don't think people want to see that again. And with the record crowds um at both games and nineteen thousand at Townsville, um, you know, it's it's a no brainer. I think if they don't move to three games and you leave out one game, I know like with the progression obviously it's great to see the two, but doesn't make sense at the end of the day. <laughs> fans, like, it, we were just like, what? What is, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, so I think that, it, yeah, either one or three, to be honest. And I think I read somewhere that, you know, three games might not happen until 2025. So who knows? There'll um, be, <laughs> be yeah. uproar if that happens. I think people exactly. are just assuming it'll be from next year. It just seems like the logical, even the women straight afterwards in interviews saying it just seems crazy to not be having yeah. a third one. So you get that both teams are at each other, keen to go again, and they were just shaking hands and they just won yeah. a game. So it was very, very odd, but. Uh, once again, this is uh, I really appreciate your time now. Um, please, can you just let everyone know? I, I know the NRLW is going from strength to strength, the women's game, and uh, as I said, your channel is is following. It's just going from strength to strength as well. Please let everyone know where they can find the page. Um, like you said at the start, basically on every goddamn platform yeah. there is. So um, we're obviously NRLW Watch across all platforms, but Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and now Threads. Um, yeah, that's where we are at the moment. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you for your time. Hopefully we can chat a little bit more throughout the season. Uh, looking forward to this NRLW season and the Roosters, look, they're going to be holding up the competition according to yourself. So yeah. thank you for jumping on League of Inches, having a chat. Uh, hopefully we get to chat again in the future. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Thank you.